0: Welcome to the Retro Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Greetings, friend. Oh my gosh! Hey, how you doing? I'm doing
1: pretty good. So good. Pretty good. Nice. Pretty good.
0: Pretty good is pretty okay with me. Fair.
1: Yeah. Glad we're on the same page. <laughs> No, I don't know. Sure, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. we're in a nice chill room despite the heat because air conditioning exists. People love it, it when we talk about weather, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they do. Uh, yeah, we had like the coldest summer
0: or coldest spring in a long time, and all of a sudden, summer was like, boom, I'm here. Yep, like a big, like a. It went. It went from being like fourteen degrees one day, fourteen, fifteen degrees to being like thirty two yeah
1: it's like tomorrow feels like we double it <laughs> yep but that's that's uh, all right yeah the valley you know what are you gonna do it's the weird place to be for yeah there and it's almost like the environment is fucked
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, but don't let me tell you that we'll all be dead so soon let science tell you that indeed um yeah uh i think we should talk about well let's maybe okay let's maybe start with stranger things Actually, I'll tell you this. I saw Top, Top Gun Maverick yesterday. Whip's ass. Cool. I haven't seen so it. So hard.
1: But I, I'll take your word for it. It's
0: better than the first one, I think. I haven't seen the first one in a while. But uh, the last half, 45 minutes of that movie, I don't know. Once they start doing the actual mission, it's, <laughs> it's the best fighter plane movie ever made. Best fighter pilot movie ever made. It is so good. I want to watch just that last act of the movie. Wow. over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. If wow, like, okay. like if they came into the theater and were like, hey, do you want to watch from the part where they launched the mission again? I would have been like, yeah, fucking put it on. Let's go. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. Let's do it. Wow. Um, I wish I had seen it in IMAX because I feel like that would have been Ooh, that the been best. There was, the experience. there was definitely some shots where I'm like, mm, they cropped this. They cropped this for the regular old boring theater. Because I know they shot it in full 1.9 Wow. IMAX. Digital IMAX. Well, cool. I mean,
1: Appreciate that's what that movie should be all about, is fighter jets. Yeah.
0: So, it makes sense. Like, is it an amazing piece of character work and stuff? Like, no. It does the business it needs to do. Yeah. In terms of character work, but it's not like... Like we all do. Yeah. But it's not, like, astounding. And it's, like, maybe a little bit less of a piece of American Navy propaganda. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Like, it's definitely not anti-American Air Force, Navy, whatever, but it's also, like, not as, like, hey, man, being a fighter pilot's the coolest thing ever. (laughs) Ha ha, high five. (laughs) I'm feeling the need for speed. Like, that kind of thing. All right, cool. As the first one. And as a sequel to a movie that came out, like, 30 years ago, I actually thought it lent... Very lightly on the nostalgia, oh! In terms of like callbacks, interesting. Um, like the biggest callback is obviously Goose's son is in the movie, right? He's a pilot. There's a scene where he's wearing aviators and a Hawaiian shirt that's open <laughs> over a wife beater, and he's playing Great Balls of Fire. That's pretty overt on the piano. That's like the number one like callback. Yeah. But there was definitely like nobody says I'm feeling the need, the need for speed. Um there uh Maverick does go inverted at one point and fly right over top of someone else. Of course. Um there's no I was waiting for at the very end for uh uh spoilers, I guess. Um they complete the mission. Oh. Yeah.
1: I guess that's a spoiler. I would yeah, yeah I, um, I would have guessed that though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well okay, well okay, double spoilers, I'll put the time code in. There's a point where you think maybe Maverick dies. And they're kind of setting it up as they're going on the mission, like, ooh, maybe Maverick's not coming back. Oh. He totally lives. And Boy. there was a, a bit at the end where I was like expecting him to like turn to Rooster, who is Goose's son. Oh, okay. And <laughs> and say, You can be my wingman anytime.
1: <laughs> and they didn't do that. Good. So it's a good choice.
0: Yeah. In terms of like those those types of callbacks light cool it's more like aesthetic callbacks you know mm. tom cruise riding his motorcycle along the airfield as jets are taken off and that classic. kind of yeah. you know at sunset and classic oh the opening c- credit sequence is like j- like almost a shot for shot remake of the original <laughs> just oh, like okay. <laughs> shots of planes taken off on an aircraft carrier and like cruise setting up the the catch wires and all that kind of stuff and set to uh you know danger zone by um Kenny Loggins. Naturally. Like, it... Honestly, they could have just taken the opening credit sequence from Top Gun <laughs> and thrown it in here, and I wouldn't have known. Fair. Yeah. So, anyways, 10 out of 10, recommend. Cool. Um, And by 10 out of 10, I mean, the movie's actually probably like a 6.5 out of 10 as a movie, <laughs> but, like, as an action movie, 10 out of 10.
1: Yeah. You set your expectations right. It's 100%.
0: Yeah. Like, do you want to see real fighter planes doing real amazing stuff? you're gonna you're gonna see it
1: yeah yeah sounds great yeah all right now let's talk about stranger things oh yeah stranger things season four part one boy things should keep getting strange out in hawkins Hawkins. yeah um i'm very interested to know your thoughts and feelings so far on on season four i have mixed
0: feelings um, I like the new villain. I like that it's not just the mind flayer is back again, and he's flaying some mm-hmm. more minds. Mm-hmm. I like the. Should we just say spoilers from here on out? Yeah, for Stranger Things, absolutely. Put in the time codes. Um, I like the like the fun backstory we get for um for Vecna. Although I gotta say the eleven. The 11 flashback lab stuff has always been my least favorite part of the show entirely. Oh, yeah? I don't like spending a lot of time in the lab. Oh, how come? It just doesn't appeal to me in any way. Because it's kind of just like a bunch of kids in, like, hospital gowns. Hospital gowns uh, with. With uh, nodes on their heads, crushing King, King coke, crushing run. coke cans in like very boring medical office setting. No, oh, interesting. I don't find it boring at all, personally. But um, I, I, I'm just like the more time we spend there, the less interesting it gets to me. Interesting. Where I'm like, this is so dull. Like just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if they doled it out in like shorter bursts,
1: hmm,
0: I'd be more on board but like that was always the part of the show where i found my mind wandering Hmm. and maybe it's also just because it's like just 11 and papa who i don't find to be very interesting like i find papa like in season one it's like okay he's just bad yeah and then in flashbacks like oh maybe
1: he does care i don't know i well uh, the reason i really like the the flashbacks is because like we've we've been getting like origin stuff. Yeah. Like basically why this lab was started is because Brenner found this boy with yeah. powers. Yeah. And then like why the gate was formed in the first place and like like the first interaction with the upside down really is something that we get in the flashbacks.
0: Yeah. So What I got from season, like from the end of season four, where you find out that one is Vecna and that Eleven opened the gate and sent him into the Upside Down. Did he, was the Upside Down always there or did she create the Upside Down?
1: Well, that's not something that we know the answer to quite yet. um, Okay. Because I guess it depends on how you phrase it. Because the Upside Down we think of as the... The Dark Hawkins, right? The mm-hmm. Shadowfell of the Hawkins. But the Shadowfell of the Hawkins was created at the beginning of season one. Like the Shadowfell part, the copy of Hawkins, is actually created when L touches the Demogorgon. There is some kind of universe that exists there, but the copy of Hawkins has not been made yet. Does it? Yeah, because um it's dated, like um, when uh, Nancy and crew are trapped in the Shadowfell. Right. They go to her room to look for guns and she finds her diary and it is the, like, the beginning of season one. It's the day, the day or like the day before, Will is missing. Wait, but when does Elle touch the Demogorgon? Uh, like the day or day before Will is missing. I'm pretty sure. Do we see that?
0: I don't, I didn't think she touched the Demogorgon until like the end. Uh, we we get like lab flashback stuff when with she gets her.
1: sucked through, like in season one.
0: Yeah, at the very end of season one, where she's like goodbye, Mike, and then like pushes the demogorgon oh, no, back no, no, no. into. I'm, I'm
1: talking about when like, um, she's spying on a Russian in the the deprivation tank. Like before all of the stuff in season one actually happens, this is a flashback and then she hears the weird sound and panics, and then Dr. Brenner's like, that's really cool. You're going to go make contact with this strange creature that you've encountered in that dark place. And then she goes while it's, like, feeding or something and makes mental connection with it by touching it. And then when she does that, the Demogorgon's like, oh, hey, there's other stuff going on, and then breaks through into their world. Oh, and then that's when the copy of Hawkins is made. Oh, yeah. okay, because
0: I was, like, watching... Vecna getting sent into the Upside Down, and I'm like, okay, so did did Vecna like spend time creating like a perfect shadow copy of Hawkins, and that's why he, you know, lives in his old house and and all that kind of stuff? But yeah, okay, so it's
1: dated like right before. Yeah,
0: Will goes missing. That's interesting.
1: Um, and there is there is some kind of like hive mind stuff going on with the Upside Down. So I'm wondering if vecna was sent there and then lost in that place and became one with it or something i don't know maybe used his mind powers to yeah integrate could. so how does the mind flare work into it? um is yeah that, that's a very interesting question is the mind flare a
0: minion of vecna
1: or is it the other way around
0: is this a thanos like fuck it i'll do it myself kind of
1: scenario yeah i don't know yet i'm hoping <coughs> we'll figure that out yeah got two more episodes in like five days i think yeah july 1st yeah I know what I'm doing Canada Day. Oh, I'm hanging out with family Canada Day. I'm Boo! Not, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to watch it right away. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not celebrating Canada, so I'll just—I'm oh, celebrating hanging out with family that I don't get to see very often. Oh, nice. Just yeah, to be clear. yeah, yeah. I'm also not celebrating Canada. I mean, I'll probably barbecue
0: some burgers or something because, because dope. Yeah, yeah. Burgers aren't—I don't need to explain myself <laughs> <to> anymore. <laughs> I make burgers and not be patriotic if I want to. God damn it! Yeah, um, yeah. Kenobi, Obi Wan out. Kenobi. Um, uh, uh, let's hear your thoughts. All right, I enjoyed it. I also enjoyed it. Good. My only complaint that I had have would have about it is that. Kinda wish it was a movie,
1: a movie instead of a six episode extravaganza. Yeah, because it's not that I dislike, like, I like having that much time
0: mm-hmm. to kind of explore things. Um, but I, there was definitely
1: some times where I was like, oh, this just kind of looks cheap. Hmm. So you wish that would have put all of the budget into, like, a two-hour movie rather than yeah. spread it out over six-hour-long episodes? Yeah, because there are some times where I'm like, ooh, this really does not that's something that you definitely have more of an eye for than me was this? do you remember any any particulars of when that when that stood out to you
0: um yeah a lot of the stuff uh in the 5th episode like when vader shows up a, a couple of the vader things actually like uh when he first meets vader <coughs> on the at the the planet when they're running through the tunnel to try and get onto the ship and escape that planet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, spoilers. By the way, we'll put the time codes in. Whatever. Um. <laughs> they should get it by now. You should get it by now. Uh, that first fight with Vader did kind of look a little cheap to me. And then the stuff with Vader and and Reva in Episode Five. That whole like yeah, I don't know something about that whole base. Hmm. Um looked very cheap to me and it's kind of just like it looks like a lot of people just standing in front of a lcd screen oh that's too bad much much more so than in the mandalorian hmm. um, but like this all the stuff in like the fortress inquisitorius like the underwater sets and like that kind of stuff like mm. that all looked really good to me mm-hmm. so i don't know if it's just like the way the sets were lit or the way the actors were lit or what or like the design of the stuff like yeah, it just it did not have the like full on level of polish that I would have expected from that. And then also I feel like maybe they didn't have the best like fight choreographer or um maybe Deborah Chow just needs a little bit more experience directing action because there was some of the Isn't fights kind of for
1: jam though?
0: Isn't that... uh I don't think so. No?
1: Maybe maybe I'm thinking of someone else.
0: No, I mean like she directed episode three of The Mandalorian, which did have like a big fight in it at the end, but
1: maybe that's what I was thinking of.
0: I don't know. A lot of the a lot of the stuff with Vader to me felt a little like just awkwardly shot. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe, Maybe it's because Hayden Christensen isn't like six foot five or whatever. Like the guy that played vader in the original yeah. series so like
1: i always feel bad when i forget his name
0: <laughs> That was got what's it, um david prowse mm. maybe they gotta like you know shoot him low and they gotta put him on an apple box when he's talking to other people so that he looks taller and stuff like that because he's probably like six six one yeah probably between five ten and six one probably it's average right yeah Probably a little bit on the shorter side. Actually, leading men tend not to in Hollywood tend not to be over six feet. <laughs> Having just watched Top Gun, <laughs> uh, well, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so yeah, that was just some some little things to me where I'm like, this doesn't. It looks like a TV budget to me.
1: Hmm. hmm. Um. What did you like about it? Uh, everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super compelling story. mm Hmm. Ewan McGregor. Love him to death. Ewan was great. He killed it. And honestly like something um that I sorry to cut you off there. Yeah. Uh something that I love just so much is that there was like so much shit in the Star Wars fan base around Luke Skywalker in the 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 Disney trilogy and about him being like this dude who doesn't want to fight and doesn't like war. And, like, throws the lightsaber away, and everyone's like, that's not Luke, that's not what he would be like. And so there was a part of me that was really worried that they were going to do that with Obi-Wan. But we find Obi-Wan, and, like, he hasn't, like, used the Force in ten years, and is, like, emotionally traumatized. Yeah. And, like, really, really has to work hard to get anything done, and does not want to get involved, um, and is really beaten down. um, And I was like, perfect. That's exactly what i felt like he should be and ewan mcgregor was playing it beautifully because he's a great actor and then little leia comes into his life and starts to like kind of coax him out of that and little leia is so cute oh my gosh she's adorable she was
0: great that was that was such a big twist because that was nowhere in any of the marketing right yeah like we knew that they had cast someone as young leia um and it was like okay well that makes sense like we're probably gonna see because yeah, we knew that Jimmy Smiths had been cast again as Bail Organa, so it's like, all right. So there's right, probably yeah. going to be a couple scenes on Alderaan that might have something to do with it. But like having it, her be the main focus was such a nice surprise, and yeah. I really enjoyed um that that character arc that they gave Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, okay. I will say I do have one kind of story nitpick. Okay, uh, and that is I would have liked a little bit more insight into Reva's character prior to the reveal that she's trying to get revenge on Darth Vader.
1: Oh, right. Cause it was already kind of like, Oh, I think she's, she was a youngling. Like she was kind of like hinting at that, but then all of a sudden it's like,
0: Oh, and it's like, yeah, well, what's this order 66 flashback doing in the very first scene? Like it would have been nice to tie that back in a little bit more. Instead of going through the first few episodes, um, and having no no clues to what to what like she's doing, like she's just overly ambitious and wants power, and like thinks that hunting Obi Wan is going to be the thing that gets her that power, mm-hmm. would have been like a I just would have liked it's played very like cards down, and I would have liked it to have been played a little bit more cards up, not all the way up but just like every now and then you flip over a card and you kind of Mm -hmm. reveal i think that's fair um yeah just kind of reveal what what, a little hints into her motivation where it, it doesn't have to be like super obvious you can still have that reveal that nice surprise of like oh she's hunting anakin or she's hunting vader she wants revenge on vader but you can still have you know her having order 66 flashbacks show that she was a youngling it's not a secret that the inquisitors were all fallen jedi that made bargains with uh the empire
1: to avoid death like that's been established in previous shows as well as as there i think there's a line uh, maybe maybe obi-wan delivers it that like they were once jedi and now they hunt their own kind like that that comes up at one point too in the show yeah and so yeah you're absolutely right like that was kind of like oh yeah we figured that out
0: (laughs) Yeah, so that's not like a big reveal, but like you know the way it's played where it's like, "Oh, you were a youngling." It's like, well, yeah, mathematically that kind of tracks. <laughs> she's like early to mid twenties, so like you know she's probably thirteen, maybe when Order sixty six happened, maybe a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's kind of my own. My only like plot nitpick because I like the idea of like the Inquisitor is not actually hunting Obi Wan. The Inquisitor Inquisitor just wants to get close to Vader and get Vader's guard down so that she can.
1: Yeah, that was a cool twist. Get back at him. Um, but yeah, for sure.
0: Hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my only kind of story nitpick. But, um, I think it just would have maybe added a little bit more dynamic to her character. Um. Yeah.
1: hmm. Yeah. yeah. All together. Great show. Loved it. Love you McGregor. Love the tiny bit of uh Liam Neeson we got in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, that <was> <laughs> yeah, that was great.
0: I'd love I'd it. love to I'd love to see more. I know the cast wants to do more. Um I've seen interviews with Deborah Chow and uh Kathleen Kennedy and they've kind of been quoted as saying like, Oh, we
1: envisioned it as its own like contained thing i don't know it did feel very one season series yeah for sure
0: but you know like you don't have to have darth vader in it
1: again you know also you can have him have other adventures that don't involve vader yeah absolutely especially if they involve darth maul there's uh, there's that would be so interesting but they already finished that storyline in rebels Oh, Not that's right. I forgot about the Rebels. Kind of perfectly. That's right. My bad. Yeah. Um, But uh, I was going to say, also, I just thought it was just really nice to have Hayden Christensen reprise his role as Anakin yeah. like, in something that wasn't a hot mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I like, I, I realized like, you know, at the end of episode one of the show where we see Vader and I was like, Oh shit, who's Vader. And then I see Hayden Christensen's name pop up and I'm like, Oh fuck, does he get to play Vader? That's so cool. Um, but then later on, like getting flashbacks of mm-hmm. like him as Anakin, as the Padawan with, um, Obi-Wan, I was like, this feels so nice.
0: Yeah, and I think they did a really good job of making Darth Vader and Anakin feel like the same person. Yes, so I don't think they do really hardly ever in other media. Absolutely. Um, but like having that flashback of them, you know, ha- ha- sparring, and and you know, Obi Wan going like it's a little. It's not subtextual at all. It's a very much textual, but yes, being like absolutely, uh, you know, your your need to win is your downfall, Anakin. Um, you know, and having that be the thing where like Vader has blinders on, where like all he's doing is going after Obi Wan, mm-hmm. and even the Grand Inquisitor in the last episode, was like, "My Lord," he's trying to draw us away, like we're like we need to end the, the yeah like we could, railroad of we Jedi. Could, yeah, we could end the the path right now we could catch them all we could kill all the jedi we could kill everyone who's a aiding and abetting and he's like no follow kenobi And the granite and like oh okay
1: <laughs> fucking idiot there's
0: definitely yeah there's definitely like, kind of gives him a look where he's just like don't say it don't say it yeah don't, yep, say, yep, it, don't <laughs> say it
1: <laughs> but i thought it was really interesting because anakin actually gets like a bit of an arc in this series in that like Like you said, it does feel like Anakin and Darth Vader are the same person. Um, Yeah. And, you know, Anakin wants revenge on Obi-Wan, and that's, like, a big driving force of the series. And then when they have their final showdown, and, you know, the mask is split, and it's actually, you know, Anakin inside the mask, Mm -hmm. and he, like, tells Obi-Wan, you know, Anakin is dead. I killed him. Yeah and like that's 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 the climax is the conversation they have not the battle like and i thought that that was really moving but the whole arc for both of them t- turns in that moment where um Anakin you know like or Darth Vader says that Anakin's dead that i killed him like i am darth vader and then goes back to and you know like fails and like obi-wan gets away and then goes back and uh, palpatine is like you know what, you're super obsessed with Obi-Wan, which tells me that you're hanging on to your past, which is not what I want, so are you going to let it go and be Darth Vader, or are you going to continue to live as Anakin Skywalker? Yeah. And he's like, okay, I get it. I'm Darth Vader. Yeah. That's my choice. Anyway, those are some very important things to us that we spend a lot of time talking about, and I don't regret it right now but we should probably get into the show. <laughs> we
0: could, yeah. Maybe I'll cut some of these things out and we'll put them on Patreon. What we actually gathered here to talk about, we took a break from our, our Cannon Fodder miniseries mm-hmm. to dive into Disney, which is something we
1: have not done on this show, I believe, right? No, I don't think so, but there's there were a lot of Disney movies, mostly sequels, um, in the... The era, like, late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. that were just, like, hot garbage. Oh, gosh, yeah. What the um, hell? <laughs> but, uh,
0: yeah, we're diving into Disney in honor of Lightyear showing up in in theaters. New Pixar Buzz Lightyear origin movie. Yep. Like a movie within a movie kind of deal. Yep. Uh, we decided to go back in time and look at the other time that they already did this. Yep. <laughs> um, not an original idea Go figure No uh, We uh, looked at Buzz Lightyear of Star Command colon, The Adventure Begins Ooh. Starring Tim Allen
1: Hey everybody It's here Hut 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 It's hut, the new hut, action packed Buzz hut, Lightyear hut, movie hey, Put it in Put uh, it in Darn
0: things jammed Let me take a look at that Every hero Has a beginning Every hero has an arch enemy
1: Lightyear
0: must not escape. Every hero has someone to rescue. Oh. Every hero lives for the thrill of adventure. I'll bet that one scratched the paint. But this is no ordinary hero. Okay, it's so obvious. It's Buzz Lightyear. My destiny. I can't. Think Disney and Pixar present Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, The Adventure Begins, starring Tim Allen. I must overcome the evil Emperor Zurg, the sworn enemy of the galactic alliance. It's the story of the real Buzz Lightyear. You don't look so fat when they draw you that way. And the Space Rangers of Star Command. Life or death struggle in the cold fastness of outer space. Premiering only on video and Disney DVD, August 8th. To infinity. And beyond. Um, yeah, this is a like seventy-minute direct-to-video slash Disney DVD because Disney brands their own DVDs as something, yeah, I guess, special and different, even though it's not. Nope. Um, that was like a precursor to the you know weekday afternoon cartoon show,
1: right? That yeah. they had on Family Channel or Disney Channel or something, which
0: I remember watching as a kid. I don't know if you ever. I-
1: I did not remember watching it, but there was a few characters that I like recognized the look of. Yeah, and was pretty. I was like, I have either seen part of the show or I remember the Happy Meal toys. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure there was Happy Meal toys from this show. Yeah. I think I had a couple of them. <laughs> um, Love it. So yeah, this
0: was um, this was the cartoon movie to that, and boy,
1: was it something! Wow. Yeah. So. I mean, should we just run run through the the plot briefly, kind yeah. of give an overview of the movie? Go for it, yeah. Uh, so it starts off in, like, the Toy Story universe. Right, yes, it where, does. I forgot like, about that. Yeah, and so, like, we've got the the very shitty CG of the... Well, not very shitty, but, you know, like... Well, y-
0: you can tell they didn't put their whole ass into it. Yes. Yeah.
1: The, the half-cheeked CG animation of, like, the Toy Story characters... And Rex is like losing his shit with excitement as Woody brings in, uh, Woody voiced by Jim Hanks, yep. uh, brings in the VHS of the movie that we had just put into the VHS player. Mm-hmm. It's Buzz Lightyear of Star Command cool, and The Adventure Begins or whatever. Which
0: will also be available on the Retro on Etsy. Oh, yeah, we watched it.
1: Plays perfectly. Yeah, there was no glitches or anything. It was Mm -hmm. actually an impeccable VHS. Very happy. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so the Toy Story characters put in the movie that we are watching so that we're going to, like, watch it at the same time as them. And then, you know, the camera does the thing where it slowly goes into the TV as the movie starts. And then what I said out loud is I hope that we never go back to the Toy Story people. Like, there's no epilogue with how they enjoyed the movie. Yep. As if it didn't matter at all that the movie started that way. And that's exactly what we got. <laughs> I mean, unless it
0: happens at the very end of the credits, we did
1: not watch all the way to the end. Right, because this is a a pre-MCU thing, and yeah. normally people don't put shit after their credits.
0: We We stopped it after the William Shatner theme song, oh, spoken word oh, theme song finished, which I will just... As we're talking now, I'll just play a little bit underneath. Uh, I won't stop talking, yet. yeah, uh, so that we don't, don't get demonetized on YouTube because now that has happened before. Uh, yes, although Disney does seem to be rather ashamed of this uh, right? project because it's not, it's not on Disney Plus. But there is, you know, the Hercules animated series is on Disney Plus. The Lilo and Stitch TV series
1: is on Disney Plus. That one I remember watching. Yeah, but Absolutely. they
0: none of. No, this is on Huh, that's a shame. Disney Plus. Anyway. yeah, that
1: theme song. Fuck. Real bad. <laughs> um Love You Will. Um yeah, and so the Continue the the actual movie yeah. is Buzz Lightyear. Gotta go stop Zerg. Yeah. Evil Emperor Zerg. Evil Emperor Zerg is a bad guy. He's very bad. Yeah. And then he even tells us at one point he's a bad boy. He's a very bad boy oh my gosh um yeah and then you know he stops him but then the thing blows up and his partner warp dark matter who has a widow's peak and loves chaos yeah but they're best friends apparently and his name is dark matter yep uh it blows up he, he dies in the explosion of the thing and then but he's like i'm never having another partner ever again uh, and there's a lot of stuff. They went there to rescue um, some LGMs. That's little green Man. You'll remember them as the aliens from Toy Story.
0: Yeah. The, claw. the claw. That's the one. You have been chosen.
1: <laughs> I love them. <laughs> um, yeah. They're a big um, component of Star Command. They all work really well because they are a hive mind species. Yeah. They have something called the Unimind on their home planet that links them all together. They can share thoughts and feelings. Um, Zurg knows that they're connected in some way and wants to find out how. That's really the plot. Zurg is like, "Hey, how are you all communicating with each other telepathically?" And there's actually a, a torture scene in this like Disney movie where he's yeah. torturing some LGMs, being like, "Like, tell me about the Unimind," and they're like, "We'll never tell. We are one."
0: Yeah. Well, the the little on screen subtitle thing says, so like Zerg hidden research facility.
1: Department of Torture. it' yeah, <laughs> it's geez. like, oh. Uh, and by the way, yeah, every time we cut, we get little title cards of where we're going. But we cut between like the same places regularly, and the title cards get more and more hilarious. Yeah. Um, I can only hope that whoever was writing the
0: title cards for that received a huge promotion.
1: Oh, gosh. I hope so. They killed it.
0: Yeah. like, like They well, understood the assignment.
1: Yeah. Um. But really, really quickly, uh, he finds out where the Unimind is because... Someone let it slip around Dark Matter. Twist, Dark Matter didn't die in the explosion. That was just a convenient way to get him out of Star Command because he was a sleeper agent yeah. the whole time. Oh, and time. The, the someone was Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, it was Buzz Lightyear. Bragging. <laughs> yeah.
0: Really? They have the Unimind. It's uh, top secret need-to-know information that uh, you wouldn't uh, know about, uh, but I do because I'm Buzz Lightyear.
1: <laughs> yeah, he straight up has an ego problem. And yeah. That's uh, hilarious. They <laughs> they
0: transferred the the pompous ass characteristic from... From the toy, yes, uh, into absolutely into the
1: show slash movie, um, yep. pretty well. And then, basically, because of that, Zerg learns where the Uni Mind is, steals it, corrupts it, and uses it to take over the minds of entire planets at once. It's mm-hmm. so like a big death ray looking thing. Um, it is Zergerifically evil. Yep, <laughs> one of the title cards. One of the title cards. <laughs> um. And just starts like enslaving minds of entire planets and then does it to Star Command. But Buzz Lightyear and his ragtag group of misfits, who he doesn't want to have around because he doesn't want a partner anymore because he puts his partners in danger because Zerg yeah. is after him. That's why Dark Matter died. Spoiler, he didn't die. Yeah, so him him, and
0: his partner, his newly assigned partner,
1: Mira Nova,
0: were, Mira both, Nova, right. were both trying to steal a prototype ship to go after Zerg on their own. Um yep. And then they ended up like chasing after each other in different ships. And then that's how they escaped Star Command, being mind-controlled. And also the robot character XR, which is a robot that the little green men built. Oh, the but, experimental ranger. Yeah, but then was destroyed on its first mission. And when they went to put him back together, the Hive Mind or the Unimind had been captured and they were no longer all connected. So they put him back together uh, poorly, but that's what made him... Have a personality.
1: Yep. And he's very sarcastic. Yeah, it's really which is great. Really I love good. a sarcastic robot. <laughs> yeah,
0: so XR and Booster, who is the janitor. But he just uh,
1: loves spaceships and he wants yeah. to be a ranger so bad.
0: Yeah, they had stowed away it on Buzz Lightyear's ship. Um and so they they all get sent on the wacky adventure to then go free the Unimind and uh return it to the mm-hmm. little green Men
1: home planet. Yep, and like they land on Zerg's planet-based thing, and Buzz, Le- Buzz Lightyear orders them all away, because he's in charge, and he doesn't want to put them in danger, and they all leave, and then he gets his ass captured and sneakily um, communicates to them while pretending to do a command log yeah, um, to get them to come rescue him, and then that's how they become a team. It's
0: yeah, great. it's great.
1: Um, this movie fucking slaps. I had no, so hard. It had no business... <laughs> Like, so, yeah, basic ass plot, like, pretty predictable, um, although I, I did think that, that Zerg had, like, dark, uh, had, uh, winter soldiered Dark Matter, mm. I thought that he had, like, rebuilt him as part of a robot and brainwashed him, but it turns out he was just evil the whole time, because he time, looked yeah. evil and his name was Dark Matter, um, and he even says, My name was Dark Matter, you should have seen this coming. Yeah. Like this movie knows exactly what it's doing. Yes. And leans on how ridiculous it is beautifully.
0: Yeah, it does what like things like The Simpsons and Futurama did so well. Yes. Where it's like, if you're a kid watching that, you might not pick up on some of the stuff, but like As, as an, an adult. As an adult watching it, you're like, Oh wow, yeah, okay that's hilarious that is super funny yep like you know cut you cut back to the little green men's home planet and there's robots shooting it and it's like lgm homeworld under attack obviously (laughs) yeah And there's a title card for outer space yeah duh Duh. (laughs) so good or like you know cuts back to star command and and uh boosters why you know mopping the floors it's like Star Command headquarters, caution, wet floor.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's a scene where it, like, cuts to, like, the Star Command cafeteria, and then the next title card, avoid the meatloaf. <laughs> so good. So many title cards, and, like, they're quick. Like, if you look yeah. away, you miss them. And then we had to, like, ask each other, like, oh, shoot, what did that one say?
0: Yeah, the one that we had to rewind to read uh perfectly was was zergorifically evil now zerg's palace now zergorifically evil right because he had installed the uni mind and everything yeah it keeps getting it keeps getting worse it's like first it's like zerg's palace a very evil place yeah um yeah zerg's palace zergorifically evil uh zerg's palace but you knew that already yeah (laughs) because
1: you've cut back there like 12 times at this point right so
0: so funny so funny and
1: Uh, then yeah like there's a lot of like you know like fairly stereotypical like personalities um you know um a lot of archetypes for the like space kids space adventure genre but they lean into it so well like buzz is egotistical in like a lot of ways and like the writing just kind of laughs at that yeah like
0: he, it does not take him seriously he's he's the like overly confident, you know, strong j- jawline, like macho hero guy, and that
1: they're making fun of him for it. Yeah. The same okay. way they are in the actual Toy Story movies. Yep. Which is great. And yeah, you mentioned before that like uh Buzz and Mira both want to steal this prototype ship to be the go on the one person mission to yeah. infiltrate Zerg, right? And so yeah, Mira's like sneaking into the the um bay where this prototype is and goes to, like, try to open the door. And Buzz is like, and what do you think you're doing? And, like, reprimands her. Like, you were going to steal the ship. Go report yourself right away. And then she, like, is like, oh, I'm so sorry. And starts to leave. And it's like, hey, wait a second. What are you doing in here? <laughs> and turns around and Buzz is, like, trying to open the door. And is like, oh, oh, it was just a routine inspection. And she's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. And she's, like, part of some species that can, like, phase in and out of thing- yeah. things. And she reaches inside his head and puts him to sleep, and he's like, oh, no, the brain squeeze! Yeah. And, like, falls unconscious, and then she goes on the mission, and then, you know, they, in the, um, command center, whatever, they see the prototype launch, and, um, mustache Lightyear, uh, the sergeant, or whatever. Yeah. There's, like, Buzz with giant fantasy eyebrows and an enormous mustache that exactly matches his eyebrows. Yeah. Uh, it's like, what the heck is that? And then Buzz comes on to the bridge and is like, ah, that was Mira stealing the prototype, and he's immediately, like, beat you to it did she (laughs) and he's like "Mm, yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) oh it's just it's so funny like all the way through the amount of times that i just burst out laughing
0: yeah did not expect to enjoy this as much as i did at all i expected to full-on hate this yeah especially since like you know it's not available on disney plus it's like either the movie or the show yeah you know like okay clearly they're not uh you know they're clearly ashamed of this they want to kind of just sweep it under the rug which like of all the things to be ashamed of disney Gosh, yeah this is not it no uh, Th- be proud of this put this sure. out there this holds up 100 percent. great and with like you know light year being out in theaters now like now's a perfect time to do it yeah. i never would have watched this movie if you know the buzz Lightyear movie hadn't been coming out in theaters yeah then i was like oh i've got an old vhs of that kicking around somewhere <laughs> I think I had bought it a while ago for us to do a culture night on and we just never got uh, yeah, around to yeah, it. Probably. Um, but it would have been great to watch this oh, with friends. Gosh,
1: I still want to, I would rewatch this movie with friends. Yeah. Maybe I should hang on to it. <laughs> oh yeah. We were going to sell it. Weren't we? Yeah. I'll digitize it before I sell it. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Um, um But yeah, it was just hilarious. And like, yeah, one of the funniest moments, uh, Zerg, you know, as a, Stereotypical, like, comic evil villain, where he's like, oh, I'm so evil, and talks about how evil he is all the time. Yeah, his um, catchphrase is, Evil rules! Yeah, <laughs> which is so funny. And, like, that's the kind of mentality you'd see in so many cartoon villains that are just so lame. There's, they're four kids, and, like, kids think that's funny, and you're like, Yeah, it's oh, just stupid. Yeah. But, like, they just turn it up just enough berserk that it becomes ridiculous. Where, like, he first enslaves a planet and like people on the planet all at the same time go evil rules um and he's just like oh it feels so good my goosebumps have goosebumps i am so evil oh i'm such a bad boy and like <laughs> <laughs> like if they had ended it just i'm so evil i would have been like oh yeah that's exactly what they would have said but then they just go one step further and he's like oh i'm such a bad boy <laughs> it's like the the delivery in the line is just beautiful and so stupidly funny but yeah. it's supposed to be like they're really like turning yeah. up the comic factor totally. for the adults.
0: Wayne Wayne Knight is the voice of Zerg who people would know from uh I mean I know him best as um Dennis Nedry in Jurassic Park.
1: Shoot, who's and as again?
0: The big fat guy who shuts down the <gasps> oh, security system.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's him.
0: He's also uh, Newman in Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. People who are slightly older than us would know him probably best as Newman. Probably. Uh, or uh, if you're younger than us, slightly. Actually, no. You know what? No. Same age. <laughs> what am I talking about? Uh, Stan Podolak in Space Jam.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: In fact, for the longest time, I did not know that actor's name. I just referred to him as Stan Podolak. <laughs> uh, it's Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. It's a great name. Yeah. Um. Boy, what else? I this is such a weird era of Disney, huh? Yes. Like they were kind of a few years away from the the true. Well, they had had a renaissance mm-hmm. in the '90s, right? You yeah, have your the Disney
1: renaissance. Your what? Your
0: Lion King, Lion King, Pocahontas. Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid was like before Lion King. Was it before? I think so. I think it was like 89 or something okay, like well, that. Oh, Jungle Book. Jungle. I'm pretty sure. No, Jungle Book's from like the 60s. 60s. Yeah. Is that old? Yeah, Jungle Book's old. What the hell?
1: Okay, I guess I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, so it's everything, it's everything that like um like Little Mermaid, Lion King, Pocahontas the, like Alan Menken did. Yeah. It's the the
0: Jeff Katzenberg era era um of Disney. Uh, and then, like, fizzling out into, like, Tarzan and, um...
1: Tarzan slays, by the way. Still good. Still good. But it's, like, it's the tail end of... Absolutely,
0: yeah. I think it kind of dies with Atlantis.
1: Oh, yeah, Atlantis. Atlantis is, like... For me, that's, (laughs) like,
0: that's the end of the Disney renaissance. Hmm. Like, the animation renaissance. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and then, and then there was the, and era. then there's some like
0: oddball ones, like Emperor's New Groove, which is like oh my gosh, yeah, a great movie, perfectly. but I always forget that it's a Disney movie. Yeah, me too. I assume it was a DreamWorks movie. I
1: absolutely thought so too. But yeah. yeah, in the, on the VHS, you know, we got all of the, all of the previews. Yeah. Emperor's New Groove was on there, which is a great movie. But then, yeah, we had stuff like 102 Dalmatians. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, I didn't live action, know that was a thing.
0: Glenn Close. Yeah. They just had no idea what they were doing. You yeah. know, no. it's like. Yeah, so this this fits in. Because I think Atlantis was also like 2000
1: or something like that. I think so.
0: You know, um, And this kind of fits in to so that same era. This came out in 2000 as well. Mm-hmm. It's just like Disney just kind of scrambling to figure out what they're doing. Like, Yeah. Uh, when did Lilo and Stitch come out? I don't remember. I think Lilo and Stitch might have been after this, actually.
1: But still kind of... Yeah, making all their sequels to like Pocahontas and Aladdin and... Okay, Lilo and Stitch was 2002, so maybe that maybe that's like the final,
0: final animated. Like, a good one. Good one. From, uh, that era. yeah. Oh, Beauty and, Beauty and the Beast.
1: Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the
0: Beast would have been in the 90s as well, I think. Pretty right? sure, yeah. Cause, yeah, because there's like CGI in that movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the, the beasts, bit. like when they're like dancing and stuff, like that. Well, that's all CGI. So. Mm
1: hmm. Pretty sure, yeah. Are you sure Little Mermaid is in the '90s? I thought Little Mermaid was like '92 or '94 or something. Like that. I'll look it up right now. Because I think I think I think Alan Menken did the music for that one, and he did like a bunch in a row for the Disney. The movie. Little Mermaid is uh, 1989. Oh, okay, my bad. Yep.
0: Yeah. So that that kind of kicked off the Renaissance, and then I guess like Lilo and Stitch would have been the the tail end of that because we didn't really get another 2d animation after that except like princess and the frog
1: i forgot about princess and the frog everyone does yeah i i want to rewatch it now i want to i don't remember how i thought Um, about it
0: but you know they're kind of starting to kick off their because now now disney animation is obviously cgi stuff but they've Mm -hmm. with frozen and and uh uh Tang- well, I guess Tangled first, then Frozen, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Ryan the Last Dragon.
1: Mm-hmm. There's one more
0: that I'm missing. I think.
1: Um, Am I? I'm just uh, Frozen Two. I mean, know. that was a thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. I don't know. They're they're
1: starting to get their their animation groove back on track. Seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like. But yeah, this was a super weird. Era for Disney movies. Yeah. Well, just to be clear too, yeah. Like the beginning with all the Toy Story stuff was CG, but this whole movie is 2D animation. It is 2D animation. Yeah. Um. And yeah, like, it's so, it, so funny. It definitely looks
0: like TV animation.
1: Yeah. 100%. Like you know, like it's not, it's not anything special. It's not theatrical for sure. Disney level yeah, animation. Like, like you said, this turned into the Buzz Lightyear show, and yeah. the animation is the same and i don't think this got a theatrical release i'm pretty sure this was like a direct-to-video
0: direct-to-dvd that's what i assumed yeah <laughs> um kind of thing direct to disney D- disney D- disney yeah. dvd sorry very important very very important very different and special <laughs> 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 um he's not like your other dvds exactly that's what it is yeah. yeah it's the same thing i would man i wouldn't have put it past them to like try and sell like a disney dvd player like for the ultimate experience, watch your Disney DVDs in your Disney DVD player. You're like, oh, we got to get the special Disney DVD player to watch the Disney DVDs? Oh, so. Gosh, yeah. <sighs> no. <laughs> but, uh, Bring yeah. Bring the
1: magic to your home. I wish there was more to say about this in terms of, like... yeah, was just know. so many specific moments that were fucking hilarious. Yeah. That, like, we can't recap every single moment, like... Yeah, otherwise you it would just be us. You need to go watch this movie. Yeah, it would just be us quoting the movie at you, which is not interesting to listen
0: at. No, or listen to, yeah. listen at us real quick, listen will you? Listen at us. Listen at this, baby. Um, so I guess this is kind of more of a Stranger Things than Obi Wan review episode.
1: Yeah, I but, think that's what happened. But, but um, didn't see that coming.
0: Nope. But I, well,
1: no, I was expecting to rip this thing apart. Yeah. but it's kind of just great. Especially like <laughs> honestly, watching like that trailer for 102 Dalmatians, I was like, "Yep, this is the kind of shit we're in for." Yeah. Oh and yeah. And then like thinking back to like the Aladdin TV series being like oh that was oh garbage. Oh gosh, yeah. hot garbage. But then this was just great. And just a funny watch. Excellent elegant surprise. Yeah.
0: Not that elegant. It's pretty yeah, yeah. but yeah, just it's very clear that this was written by someone who knew that this was going to be a directed video thing and that people who were in charge were probably not going to look too closely at it. Clearly, you know, <laughs> and so they're like, "I'm just gonna put all these jokes in here and you know, dumb subtitles and stuff, and see if it gets by." And someone clearly like went and looked at, it like, hmm, "Yeah, Buzz Lightyear's on every page. Good." <laughs> um,
1: well, yeah, there's one, there's one shot <laughs> where I was like, very much like, "Okay, yeah, someone slipped that in there and it got under the radar." And that's when um, our experimental ranger XR is like sitting back in the cockpit of Buzz Lightyear's ship, having oh, brought yes. Booster in there. And Booster's, like, pretending to be Buzz and getting all excited about being a Ranger. And he's just sitting back chilling because he doesn't want to work. And he's reading a magazine that's called Victoria's Circuit. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Brilliant. Wow. Right? It was just like,
0: yeah, it's very clear that, like, Bob Iger or whoever the fuck's in charge of (laughs) Disney at this point Didn't catch that one. He's not going to watch this in its entirety. He's going to delegate this to someone else. Yep. And even that person's probably not going to watch it that closely. They're just going to watch it and be like, all right, yeah, no, it looks good. (laughs) There are title cards. I'm not going to read them. That's fine. There's title cards. There's, uh, you know, they're probably watching it while they're, like, doing other paperwork. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, okay. How long? It's 70 minutes? That's, yeah, okay, that's good. That's, yeah, we can put that on a tape and sell it. We could fit that on a Disney DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get it down to 4.7 gigabytes or less. We don't want to splurge for the dual-layer discs <laughs> on this one.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah. but no, pleasant,
0: was- pleasant surprise. If you can find it, I think there is, like, a very shitty low-res copy on YouTube that was going to be our backup in case the VHS tape I had was garbled. But, again, VHS plays perfect. Check it yeah. out on Etsy. Um, yeah, seek it out. Find it, watch it. Totally it's totally worth it. Really funny,
1: totally worth it. Um, stupidly funny,
0: yeah. And then I don't know, I haven't seen the new Lightyear movie. Um, I'm intrigued, yeah. I, I
1: sort of, sort of interested.
0: I like the idea of like, I mean, I always like the idea of like making a movie out of a thing from another movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I always think that's kind of an interesting concept. Uh, so I'm blanking on. You know, if that's ever happened before. It happened in the movie that we just watched. Well, in the movie that we just watched, <laughs> but, like, other examples. Um, I'm sure it has, though. The only thing I can think of is they turned the fake trailer for Machete oh, at Grindhouse right. into an actual movie called Machete. <laughs> that's right. And then gave it a sequel also. It was a sequel? Machete Kills. Oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> they never made Machete Kills again in space. But there is a trailer for it at the end of Machete Kills. And I'm like, you fucker, you can't just tease us like that. (laughs) Oh, well. But, yeah. Yeah. Machete Kills. Great movie. No, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Was Lightyear of Star Command colon The Adventure Begins starring Tim Allen. Great movie.
1: Yeah, honestly.
0: And it's the best part. Seventy minutes long. Yep, we can you can turn it out pretty quick. You just crank it out pretty quick. And honestly, parents with like young kids, they probably would dig this. You I mean, could, yeah, you could just lie to your kids and tell them that this is the Buzz Lightyear movie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to spend like a hundred and sixty dollars on movie tickets and popcorn and shit, taking them to the theater. Just plonk them in front of the TV and be like, "Look, kids,
1: Buzz Lightyear." Hell yeah.
0: Although, do you think kids these days understand two D cartoons?
1: What's not to understand?
0: It's uh, a cartoon. Are they just going to be like, mom, dad, why does this look so bad?
1: Um, I don't know. I guess that depends on the expectations set and how young they are. You know, like I have a niece and a nephew. They love old classic Disney movies and 2D Good. animation, yeah. but they also love Paw Patrol. So it's like, it's possible to do both. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
0: I'm just, yeah. Like I'm thinking about like what my, my nephew watches and he watches, you know, Paw Patrol and other things it seems like all the kids shows that he watched are all 3d animation like i don't i don't know if he's seen any of the old disney movies but i'm kind of just like thinking about it now and i'm like if, if i put this on for him is he gonna be like bored by it like if you know or like any like if i put on like the lion king is he gonna be like
1: what what is this why are there paintings i'll be shocked out of my mind if any kid was bored by the lion king
0: I don't know, man. It I've heard It starts
1: pretty attention grabbing. Someone yells at you. <laughs> that's
0: that's true. It does start with someone just screaming at you. Um but I've heard of like, you know, people our age showing their kids, you know, when they turn five or six or whatever, showing them like a new hope and the kids like not having the attention span to watch it.
1: Hmm.
0: Like that movie, you know, starts out big and bombastic and there's a space battle and like after that it's like kind of a lot of talking yeah and like robots walking around the desert for a while and like i've heard of like kids getting bored but then it's like you put on the phantom menace mm and uh or like the clone wars cartoon like i've heard like a lot of kids like young young kids their intro into star wars now is like the clone wars animated series and right. the rebels animated series yeah that and makes th- sense those are like their intro into the hmm. into the show or into the the franchise and then from there you can get them to watch once they're already interested once they're already interested yeah um huh.
1: yeah crazy
0: anyways i'm sweating like a motherfucker over here so yeah i think uh <laughs> let's wrap it up cool uh anything else you want to say about buzz lightyear of star command the the cartoon animated movie of our dreams
1: no just surprisingly great we're going to give the uh, the old breakfast club fist pump yeah for sure i am I am very curious though real quick to
0: just look up, oh if it has a rotten tomatoes what the what the rotten tomatoes is of
1: I can't imagine it would be good, but also it's so good, <laughs> yeah let me just uh, just, uh... <laughs>
0: It's the old music. Here we go. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Okay, there's only an audience score. Mm. There's four reviews on the tomato meter. Let's see. They're all bad. Yep. (laughs) That's what I figured. And the audience score is 50%. You know what that tells me? Nothing. People don't like fun. (laughs) So... This movie was a lot of fun. Fuck you, whoever reviewed this movie. This
1: movie's great. We gotta get on there, man. We gotta start. We gotta start giving giving those readings where yeah. they're needed.
0: Breakfast Club fist pump. Don't you forget about Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. The adventure begins, starring
1: <laughs> Tim Allen. So good. I love that it says that right on the front, starring Tim Allen.
0: Yeah, that was like a selling feature. Yeah, they got. They're in. like
1: the kids are gonna want to know. <laughs> that the actual
0: voice of Buzz Lightyear is here, and not we didn't we didn't Jim Hanks it for for this movie. <laughs> we didn't get uh, to who's the guy that does the voice for the TV show? Patrick though? Warburton it's Patrick Warburton, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Tick, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Love yeah, him. they're like we didn't get Patrick Warburton for this. Well, we did. He does the Little Green Men voice, yeah. but uh, no fuck, we didn't. We, we 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 got Tim. We got Tim for this one. We paid. We shelled out. Yep. So anyways That's yeah it.
1: do you want me to let you do the the outro on its own or should i just turn on the ac already while you're doing the outro just, just, just turn
0: me. it on here we go thank you for listening to the show if you like the show you can find us uh on all the major podcasting platforms itunes spotify uh oh, we might not be on spotify right now
1: why aren't we on spotify erin
0: because i changed uh providers and uh or ho- hosting platforms and to to be on spotify you gotta uh pay I'm just on the free version right now because funds were a little tight for a while, so I had to... Oh, that's legit, yeah. But if you want to get untight, you want to untighten the funds, Screw jump onto the, the... lid off that fun. Yeah. And let it pop out and see yeah. you. Yeah, dump those... Fun! Mo- money... <laughs> I was about to say dump the money pickles all over me, <laughs> and then you just yelled fun at me. <laughs> anyways uh we got a patreon as uh, patreon.com slash retro pod all of those links you can find to anything you'd ever want to do uh, you know anything to do with our show you can find it linktree e slash retro pod it's got a bunch of buttons you can click click them click the buttons
1: anything you'd ever want to do
0: push into a glory
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh we so love hot in here. it's too hot uh and we're gonna keep all our clothes on.
1: That's right, listener, we're not undressing.
0: As far as you know. Uh, I'll put in, like, a little porno groove. Please do To confuse the listener even further. Anyways, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the show. And until next time, we'll be back to continue the cannon fodder next month with something. I don't remember which one we're doing. I'll look it up later. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to...
1: Oh, boy, it's one of those endings, eh? Yes. <laughs> Love it. Uh,
0: I'm not going to pull out my phone to look it up. It's too hot. Anyways, keep watching crap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, Buzz light year.
1: Oh, I know how to get back in. Cartoon. I'm a bad Bad boy.